You're listening to Radio Lounge, the show where we bring you value talking to creative entrepreneurs about topics that matter to you the most. This podcast was recorded in front of a live audience at Lounge 4284, the space for web content creators and creative people. Welcome back to a very special episode of Radio Lounge. My name is Patrick and I'm joined by Stefano. I like saying creative catalyst because I like to spark creativity, but um, I guess creative leadership consultant is probably the more appropriate term. I guess that's the big question that we all have, right? Uh, Are we creative? And you know what I got to say? I still have not met someone that hasn't demonstrated in one way or another that they're not creative, which is why I believe in it so much. Mm -hmm. Right on. And uh, when I say it's a special episode, it's because we're actually having what we call a grand debate. We are joined by our guest tonight, who basically each picks sides and whether social media is killing or enhancing creativity. And this was a topic we spoke with Stefano on season one. A lot of conversation got sparked up ever since. People have been like really putting their opinions out there. Every time we did a poll, people were like, they couldn't choose. They were like, on one side or the other. It was more or less 50-50. And actually in the room tonight is 50-50 as well. So it's going to be very interesting to hear everyone, everyone's opinion and everyone's uh, arguments on this subject. For once, uh, Stefano and I will not participate in, in, th- in choosing sides. We're going to stay neutral. And we might play devil's advocates depending on people's arguments and see how it goes. It is a friendly debate, so there's no fighting. What's going to be interesting is whether you're listening or whether you're participating tonight, let's see if your opinion will change after the discussion. Will people have enough great arguments to change your opinion on... Uh, whether social media is killing or, or enhancing creativity. So without further ado, let, let's see, let, let's, let's begin and let's see what people have to, have to say about this. So I, I'm an artist, and, um, but I don't think that it, you necessarily have to be an artist to you know, have an opinion one way or another because there's so many different ways to use social media and uh, so, uh, so many different ways to be creative with it. Uh, for me, it's sort of like twofold because it's a business tool. So I use social media as a business tool to get my stuff out there. And it's a very effective business tool. Like I, I, my business would be completely different if social media didn't exist. Uh, back, because I've been an artist for 30 years. So back in the day, I used to have to go like door to door knocking on the, um, uh, the doors at uh, gallery shops and like bring my work and, and just really like connect with people when I want a person. So it was very labor intensive to actually get business. Whereas now, like with a single tweet, you can reach like so many people. It's like unbelievable. So just so as a tool to share your work for sure. Uh, but then just to, as a way to inspire each other, you know, and get ideas from other either for specific designs or just general inspiration uh, going to events you know find it like for example one social media platform facebook just finding interesting inspiring creative events go to facebook click on discover and you and you could put like the category music comedy whatever you want to go see and you've got a ton of events that you can go to see and i mean before social media you'd have to go pick up like the mirror magazine which is now defunct and you'd have to look at their listings to see what was available what you could go see what you could go do and um so just finding inspirational events it's it's amazing for that as well and then connecting you know just connecting with other artists other creatives i mean i could probably talk for two hours about all the people that i've met online that i've connected with on instagram um 
I don't remember if I gave this example in the, in the when we had this previous uh, talk about um, with Stefano, but the one example I like to cite is like the one time we were traveling in Los Angeles, and I saw some graffiti art that I really loved, and I posted a picture on Instagram, and I hashtagged uh, graffiti, graffiti art. Uh, and within literally five minutes, I knew who the artist was, even though they hadn't signed the work. But their friend saw the hashtag, went after it, like to see what the picture was, saw, oh my God, that's my friend's work, wrote me a little comment on the picture. And so, like, seriously, in five minutes, I knew who this artist was, was able to go see their work, be totally inspired by their work. And uh, it's just like everything is done at lightning speed now. Like, they, it's like, like, creativity on steroids, it's, it's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. So you were definitely a creative person before social media existed yes, as an artist. Um, you were talking about a lot like how it's been helping pushing um, people's, like, just like, in terms of communication, it's been helping so much and yeah. getting the word out there and so on. Um, but but then, then you talked about like how you can find events that are related to creativity. Like So yes. where would you tie in like how it's been helping you to become more creative as into what you were before social media was a thing because you were always an artist. Well, I would say I'm just able to, to do more and see more and get more, I would say, more diverse inspiration. Like, like recently, like we go to a lot of comedy events, which is something I would have never really thought to go to before. But because you see all these events posted on social media, then you go and then you meet these different people who are also very creative and artistic, but in a totally different genre, you know, they're doing comedy. So then that's fed other, like I write comics too, so that's fed another aspect of my creativity is to write these comics. So maybe I wouldn't, actually I probably wouldn't be writing the comics at all if it wasn't for social media and Instagram, uh, because that's where I share them and that's where I get inspiration from other people to do that. So probably, I. Like, say, 10 years ago, I used to write comics. I did them, like, hand-drawn comics. Comics. I literally did them one a year at my parents' cottage. We'd go up, hang out with my friends and their kids, and something funny would happen. I'd draw it. Like, it'd take me two days to draw this comic, you know, and, and get the ideas down. Like, same ideas as what I'm doing now. But now, because I, I have shared them on... Uh, I, I do them with photos, so I do them photo like it photos for my camera roll, whatever, but then I put them together, but because I'm sharing them on Instagram, getting good feedback, then that's motivating me to make more of these comics. So now, you know, I used to do one a year, one comic a year, now I do like three a week or more, three, four a week. So it's, it's, it's completely changed, you know, what I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'd still be doing something artistic and creative anyways, for mm -hmm. sure. Like, I, but we just, it's just different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. I, I have a question, actually. So yeah. let's imagine, I like what you just said, actually, about, you know, how there's this, you create, you share. Yeah. And, of course, it's natural that when you receive feedback, especially if it's positive feedback, yeah. it's going to encourage you and you'll probably do more of it. Yeah. But here's a question for you. What if... You didn't get the feedback, so the social media is still there. Yeah, its presence, its, its existence is still there. You post, and you don't get the feedback. Yeah, um, does that change something in terms of um, your motivation to create more? Does it somehow influence the work you're doing? Is it going to be better? Is it going to be worse as a result of 
you know, maybe getting some form of validation for what you put out there? It's hard to say because I know I actually used to get more feedback on Instagram, but because of the algorithms, like you don't get nearly as much feedback as you used to. Mm -hmm. But I'm not less motivated to make, you know, the things. I mean, maybe if I got absolutely zero feedback, mm -hmm. it's possible. But I just, I just love making these now. And, and, and so even if I, like, I rarely get a lot of comment, comments and likes on the comments. But I still, I just still like to, it's just like a really nice kind of organized way to share it. And then there are a few people that do, but it's hard for me to predict. Would I still be mm -hmm. doing it if I got zero, if, if feedback aspect didn't exist, if mm -hmm. it was more like a bulletin board? It's possible. Like, I have a Pinterest account where I, sh I post a lot of pictures and, and you know post my videos and different things like that and honestly i don't even look at notifications on pinterest like it to me it's just a place to store my things so there is a situation of using social media in a way that i have zero feedback because i don't look mm -hmm. at notifications i don't know but uh, it's a good it's a good question mm -hmm. yeah. and i'm questioning just if there's anyone here that actually can see how mm -hmm. it might have the complete inverse mm -hmm. so maybe being exposed might not actually help with the creativity or maybe the lack of feedback might mm -hmm. to your point harm your motivation to create more yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah whatever it is that you're creating of course mm -hmm. so anyone on this side who wants to talk about maybe like how maybe it's been killing in a sense or or, 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 or harming yeah, heart, heart yeah harming well one it's it's generating that creative side and that drive right so few years ago there was used to be a lot of youtuber quote-unquote influencers right so they would go do product reviews or they would go out and vlog about their days but then it, there comes a private aspect of how much are you willing to push those boundaries to cause an effect of your daily life right so I find that trying to be creative is it's kind of like a cat and mouse game now is catching up, right? Because like Heather said, the algorithm has changed as well. So YouTube is constantly changing the rules. Like I didn't think about a year ago, maybe a few years ago, I was ahead of the game of social media. I was doing exactly what everyone was doing, but I was, people thought it was hilarious. Like, oh, why are you posting up your food? And this was about six years ago. Now the word foodie is now pretty overrated. And it like, to me, it was like, well, I used to do that, and now you guys are doing what I'm doing. Is that kind of killing what I'm doing, what I used to have a passion for? Has my passion changed as well? What am I doing to be those few steps ahead as well? Mm -hmm. And I think with that, it's constantly changing, uh, you know, Twitter, Instagram, especially Instagram. Um, you know, who's your real followers? Yeah, okay, you can get that to show to other companies, oh yeah, I can get paid for this by working with you because I have this many likes. But in reality, behind those closed doors, there's engagement pods now. There's other ways of getting the likes and boosting those engagements. Yeah, it, it does play on the, on the encouragement and, and, and discouragement, basically, of, of doing things online because you're like, again, like you're, you have those comment pods instead that are boosting numbers that, that's basically saying that maybe they're better than you. And then that may make you a lack of motivation, saying, oh, I don't want to produce anymore. So there's that, there's that that's playing into it. Uh, to where uh, I know when, when you mentioned how, uh, oh, getting that validation, it's helping me like get, get more productive. But you know there has been a lack because of the algorithm changes and so on. So the, it's like, it's almost like technology playing a factor on 
what we want to do and how are like having the or do we still have the passion in, in creating things uh, or or should we be creating off social media because social media is just like and I think we we spoke about that you talked about like social media should never di- dictate who you are or who your creative what your creativity is absolutely like and, and I don't I, I kind of like the point you brought up but I also keep questioning it. I, mean, I guess we're here to play devil's advocate <laughs> yes, so for I'm sure. going to do just that um, you know. I don't know if you're any less creative because there's other people doing exactly what you're doing. I think the challenge steps up and says, okay, well, how are you going to do it differently? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there have always been photographers, but of course, anyone can take a photo of the Grand Canyon. The question is, how are you going to take a photo that makes it more you than the last individual? So it, I, I guess it really depends on the perspective you take on it. It could be frustrating when you feel you had something unique. Or it could just say, well, you need to level up now. And like, how are you going to make these shots more you than ever before? And so maybe it's just kind of making it more difficult. But I always remind people, I never said creativity was easy. Right. It's supposed to be hard. Yeah. If it was easy, it wouldn't nearly be as fulfilling. So. And I think you have to be careful not to compare yourself to others. I think that's the thing. Because for sure, there's you know, tons of artists out there doing different things. But I don't let myself go there and like look at other people's things and say, "Oh, I wish I was doing that." I just try to like stick to what I'm doing, and you know, I do the food photos too. But it's more—I'm not really trying to accomplish as much except to like inspire other people to you know get ideas and do, do whatever. But I don't care if like there's a gazillion other people doing the same thing because maybe because I don't have a—I'm not trying to make money off it too. So that's also a contingent. I think the minute you're trying to actually make a revenue or become an influencer or whatever, then that can rock you a bit because then you start comparing yourself with other people. Mm-hmm. But because to me, social media is more of a fun game, I don't count on it to actually make money for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, then it takes a lot of pressure off. Yeah, and I think social media now is everywhere. It's just the air we breathe. Basically, how much time we spend each day on the social media. So, since we spend so much time on social media, where we can find the time for ourselves to create? Mm-hmm. That's a powerful one. Yeah. yeah, yeah and it- also, I, I do agree that you said, okay, long time ago, you have to knock the door yeah. and to... To show your work to the yeah. people, but it create it creates the real connection. Yeah, the connection actually, from my pros- perspective, mm-hmm. it's the real essence of creativity. So now we we live in a virtual world, mm-hmm. and just by by internet you can reach people in oh. the other side of the world, yeah. but you don't have a real connection. Mm-hmm. They can give you a, like good feedbacks, but can be can give you the, the bullshit too. Mm-hmm. So it's really, I think, because it's social media, it kills a lot of real connection. Mm-hmm. Why, well, in terms of human being, human being need real connections. Mm-hmm. So in this side, well, from this point, I do believe that social media kill or kills yeah. their creativity. It's, yeah, it's it, certainly difficult to, yeah. you know, see everybody one-on-one there are certainly people that I've met on Instagram that I've met in person but funny enough I feel like I have connected uh, on a on an emotional level with a lot of the people I've met on social media as well especially like I have a Facebook group 
and a lot of these, these people are watching my videos and then I you know, communicate back and forth with them in the group and I really feel like we've connected in a lot of ways because a lot of these people, they're really lost in their life or they're having health issues or emotional issues or whatever and because art is such a therapeutic thing, uh, when they're when they're say they do they do like a, a design based on one of my videos and they post a picture in the group, they get a lot of positive feedback and they re, they feel really uh, valued, you know, like when when they get acknowledged for what they're doing, when they're able to share pictures, and a lot of these people are very isolated. Uh, they you know they don't get out a lot. Physically they can't get out a lot. So this social media has given them an opportunity to be heard and be seen and to be. I'm not a robot, like, giving them a bot answer. Like, I'm talking to them, and I'm connecting to them, and I'm, I'm, I'm complimenting on their work. And, and some of them, I direct message them, so there's actual, like, private conversations with some of them. A lot of them I can't, I just don't have time. But in that sense, um, I think you can make real connections even if you don't meet people in person, my personal opinion. But my personal opinion is just that imagine one day your internet just uh, shut down, well, yeah. or you just have the power off, well, yeah. and you just you basically you lose the, all the connections it's because true. it's virtual. For mm -hmm. example, but if you have the real connections with your neighbor, yeah, he, she or he can knock at your door yes. and say hi to you. Yes. So I think, in what my own opinion, the people yeah. just. Uh, stuck in the social media yeah. and after that when you put the power off yeah. you you feel more lonely yeah you need both definitely yeah so yeah. there's truth i love i'm gonna play devil's advocate again yeah. uh i love that you said that but mm, okay. um you know if we looked at the connection and said well if we shut it off well what i would think to myself is like how in the world am i going to get to africa because i made a connection there and so if we limited connection to only our, our neighbors, then suddenly our circle just has become very small. And so to be fair, you know, at least the social media allows us to expand beyond that tiny local circle. So yes, maybe my neighbor can, can knock on my door, but what about the person that wasn't in a position to knock on my door to begin with? Suddenly now I have that opportunity, right? Yeah, but I have a question for sure. you. You said, okay, we don't limit our connection like in just the, with the surroundings mm -hmm. but do you think that person you make a connection yeah. in Africa can you actually account on him or on her well I think this that is yeah that, yeah, that, that, yeah, but, yeah but that comes thing. down to the kinds of connections that you're building there are definitely people that if the power went out and I no longer had access to the internet in any sort there are definitely some people that I would say I'm calling that individual, we're getting together, and I'm going to plan my next trip. Of course, probably there's a huge percentage of people that you're right, I'd be like, I'm not even sure what that person's name was fully, 100%. But, why are we focusing on those connections? Let's focus on the authentic, pure, tribe connections. And I think a tribe is very important. I think what worries me about social media is we care too much about people who aren't in our tribe thing. So someone didn't like what we had to say. It's like, well, guess what? They probably aren't part of your tribe. It's okay. You know, you're not supposed to be loved by all. You know, like. Oh no, no, definitely you know. not. But I love, I love this. This is what I think we wanted tonight. Is this yes. back and forth. Yeah. It's back and forth. No, it's definitely interesting to hear. And like, 
you did touch on a good point also before like about like if we are consuming so much content and we, we're not spending time on creating it mm-hmm. and and I know like a lot of times people are like oh did you see my video did you see my post and I'm like no I'm, I'm way too busy creating uh, a video or, or taking pictures and putting a post that I don't I don't need necessarily take the time to go check what you're doing so I do I do definitely see like like how um, like procrastination oh, yeah. could definitely lead Absolutely. you to uh, to be less creative uh, but like yeah, definitely like you know it, it, you can also get in, inspiration and stuff but you know so that's that's why it's hard it's, uh, that's why we're not we're not taking a stand tonight and we're just yeah. listening to what you yeah. have to say but yeah I, so you have a point yes I want to say something. <laughs> okay. Like I agree with you that sometimes it's good, like you know your neighbors, but actually, like I never know my neighbors. Like they are in their world, and what I do is like on internet, I make uh, videos on YouTube, and I have like connections, and I have like real connections, and they write me too, and I answer to them, and then they have their. Some of them, there are people that are already here in Canada, or some of them tell me like they, they are inspired to come here, and when they say something that makes me feel like oh I can do this, so I can do something with a new video for this, and when they come we meet. Like of course I am like careful, like I don't know who's gonna who I'm gonna meet, but I in like at the end sometimes we meet and I know them and, and it's like a real connection when they talk to me on my email and then I met them or I have another ones that they already invite me to another part of Canada. Of course I don't know them but I will take my yeah. my um, caption, caption be careful but I think that you can build real connections with people that are in the same like way that you my follow-up question is: And do these connections help you to enhance your create creativity? Yes, because if they have a question, sometimes I said, "Oh, I can do yeah. a video about this thing yeah. that they make." They ask me, so I said, "I'm I'm not just answering their question. I'm like just want to make a video that answers the question, but in a way that I can um, get more people involved in my." And I think create creativity um, is like develop. It's like something that you go on a bike, and if you wanna ride, you need to develop that, like to ride and ride, and you will fall. But you have to develop the creativity. So sometimes they are not good enough my videos, but sometimes I am like, oh, I'm getting better. Like okay, and sometimes you're like, oh, I could with these people. Yeah, but do you think the bad comments will kill your uh, create? Creativity too. I don't think so because even in life, mm-hmm. I have heard I have heard not in my videos like in personal mm-hmm. life, like oh you don't speak good French like so it's like it's not my personal work so also those videos can kill me and I just said okay I respect you if you don't like it's okay like they don't have to like what I do on the people so those like doesn't affect that when I just read this it's like okay. Next one. <laughs> Next week. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other topic about the yes. negative comments because certainly, you know, we've, I've had my experience with that, especially with the comics, that I had a lot of like really negative comment comments and they were shared on Reddit and 
Red that's notorious for having like people like trolls and bashers. But what happened with that? It ended up being really good because I was able to confront uh, confront these people with just with love, you know. And I just, you know, I actually found the comments hilarious. I thought <laughs> they were very creative. And so what ended up happening was I didn't take these comments personally because it's never personal. And and I was able to uh, confront it with humor and able to and actually. Most of the people turn completely around, and these people are actually like what I do now, and they follow me on Instagram. So I think there's a way, it really depends on how you look at negativity. For sure, sometimes it's just trolls, you have to block them, but often when you face creativity or the, the negative comments with you know positivity, you're actually able to change people and change their, their minds and make them see the other side of so I find it interesting in that way that you can actually have a real positive impact on people because they have maybe their ideas about what's good and bad and what's funny, not funny, whatever. But then when you connect with them on a human level and talk to them in a human level rather than just like delete, 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 I think it can be really interesting. We call that a creative comeback. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, always. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but to deal with the negative comments, is you yourself has to be strong enough oh, to, yes. to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. For some people, yeah. Oh, yeah. A lot of people can't No, they yeah. cannot handle it. Yeah. So they might commit a suicide because well, of that the negativity in yeah. the comments. That's why. Well, I didn't have any personal yeah. experience, but I, well, from. News. I, yeah. I knew a lot of people. There, uh, they cannot handle it yeah. at all. Yeah, so especially awesome. kids need to be educated about that. You know that to be really, you know, don't go into it blindly. You really have to uh, be aware that there is a lot of negativity and not to take it personally. That's true. Not take it personally. Yeah. And also it depends on the day. That sometimes even in our normal life, like sometimes you don't feel good. Like, yeah. Even like a person that cross on the street, like. So I think you, you have to be like very cold when you read those comments. But also, I suppose, is social media responsible for criticism? I mean, it's no different than if you did a painting and had a whole bunch of live people show up. You may get the same comments. So sure, social media offers a portal for more people to view your work. But I suppose that there's also the flip side is that you'll also get probably an influx of positive and an influx of negative. And, you know, that's, I always remind people, creativity, you're stepping into the arena. It requires vulnerability. You kind of have to train yourself for both, you know. And sometimes we obsess over what someone that's relatively insignificant thinks. And uh, you'll notice that people who write, we know some people in our community here who write books, they're authors. Yeah. They rarely have something bad to say about another author, and that's because they've stepped into the arena yeah. and they understand. So you'll rarely see, let's say, a Samantha Chris saying, oh, your book was horrible, I can't believe you wrote this, because she understands that yeah. there's a certain respect for having taken that stance. But you will find some like, uh, you know, um, uh, troll underscore 771 yeah. say, I hated everything you wrote, you know? And it's like, and why do we care? Why, why do we care about this insignificant, unknown kind of cowardly individual in most cases. Yeah. You know? What I find interesting is that almost all the arguments tonight are revolving around like how social media is a tool of communication. 
uh, and nothing more than that really it's like it's like your creativity is happening beyond that right like, like for example yeah. you know whether, whether you are a painter or a writer or what whatnot you're doing you're you're doing that creation on your own and you're just using social media as a, as a way to push it mm -hmm. And, and it's almost your online gallery kind of thing, like where, yeah. where now your painting isn't only at a physical space. It's more like okay, well, it's a it's up, you know, it's it's a virtual space, a virtual virtual gallery where everyone can go on and comment and say whatever they want on it. So, really, like it, it, it's hard because it's almost like I don't know. After I think after this this short discussion, I feel like social media is such an independent factor that it's not really like whether it is enhancing or, or I, I, I think it's not even doing anything I, I think it's we're putting social stuff into the into the mix and, yeah. and, and that's what's making it like well and it, there's also context so I loved the are you are you consuming and we spoke about this the last time are you consuming or creating yeah. if you yourself also are spending all your time consuming so you're spending hours and of course when we see uh, you know our uh, screen time Uh, reports that you know some of our devices give us you realize like wow it's four hours a day and so that may be robbing you of some very precious creative time and um you know i really think that the, one of the skills of the future is going to be uh deep work and the ability to focus in on work and there's a uh, there's a book by cal newport that's called deep work and it talks just about that mm -hmm. how you know if you're consuming and consuming uh but at the same time you know if To Heather's point, you're using this as a source of inspiration. I mean, it really makes me think of alcohol. I mean, are you drinking a glass? Or are you drinking, like, the bottle? And clearly you're going to have different outcomes. And so how are you using that tool? Are you using it maybe in a, in a healthy or an unhealthy way? Mm, yeah. You know? I think it's, all, it's a lot about time management, too. And I think that's something that I need to work on a little bit more, too. Because it is easy to get into that rabbit hole mm. and just try to get lost in things. I'm getting better at it and just realizing how, exactly how much time you need to spend on each thing a day. And I think that comes with practice, with discipline. And some people are just inherently better at time management than others. And so that's part of it as well. But, uh, I mean, something that stands out that I love to do on social media, too, is just share other people's work. And I think that's something that I just like to do in general. And I, I was brought up in a family that my mom always, like, encouraged other artists, supported other artists, like, shared, gave, you know, just very... So, to me, social media was a natural way to share other people's work. And it got to the point at one point where... I actually had someone DM me, uh, an ex-friend that DM me on Facebook and said, Heather, I just thought I needed to tell you that your Facebook, uh, your Facebook feed is starting to look like an advertisement, like, like you're advertising. And all I was doing was simply sharing my friends' words, events, different things, nothing commercial. But it came, I guess because I posted, I was posting a lot, that she, this is how it came across. So I just wrote her a very nice response, you know, I'm really sorry you feel that way. I'm just sharing work of, of you know, fellow entrepreneurs and artists. If you want to unfriend me, I'm totally cool with it. And I just <laughs> left it at that. Wow. Yeah. Wow, very interesting. So, yeah, I, I, uh, when we launched this event uh, for tonight, a lot of people were also getting mixing up creativity and also originality because I feel if tonight I ask you is social media helping with you being more original or not would you all like like where would you all sit right so 
like would you all like go on one side or, or would you would, would we have the same similar outcome because that, that is interesting a lot of people are, a lot of people are denying that originality exists today because we, we keep getting influenced by what we see on social media so like, uh, and, and with that with that people people use the the argument of oh maybe it's not being as, as creative as we wish to be but but it is really a mix of those words so I don't know like if, if let's say we had like that before before we get into the topic of understanding what creativity really is what do you think does anyone here feel that uh, they, they've remained original in their work or in their whatever they put out there actually I think it's well it's a little kill or, or originality or, yeah originality yeah. because well I take myself as an example sometimes I want to, to do something then I just like I go to social media and pink thing then pin in then just a uh, one slide by slide, then I just I lost. Uh, I think this kind of uh, so-called inspiring pictures or videos and ends up to limit my own imagination. So if I create something, it's always there is a like the treats from the others. Mm -hmm. It's already done. Yeah, somewhere. so yeah. redone. Because I modified something, become my product or my creativity or my work. But originally it comes from a lot of people. You put one element from each one. So mm -hmm. it's become yours. But there is no original. Original. Originality. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's always existed, though. But when you see like the different waves in art history, and you know all the artists painted the same style in one era and the same style in another era, I think it's always existed. Um, for sure, I think we all get inspired from each other. There's like I agree with. There's nothing like that's absolutely original in the world. I think we're all sponges. We all absorb the stimulus around us, what we see. For sure on social media we have a lot more access to uh, many, many images and other things. I think it's, for sure you, you want to put your own spin on it. Sometimes it's easier than others, but we're, we're, I think you just can't always be criticizing yourself for copying other people. Like, like that's going to that's gonna block you as well. Oh, I can't do that. That person already did it. Like that's going to just kill your creativity if you're always worried about copying somebody else. So. But I mean, you look at these events that they have, they have these paint nights where everybody basically is painting the same, same picture. Somebody's, you know, um, uh, they basically have a template and they're teaching you how to paint this picture. But ultimately, everybody's turns out totally different. I mean, it's the same image, it's the same colors, it's the same paint, it's the same, more or less the same technique. But there'll be 20 people that have done this paint night course and each painting looks different because they all put their own innate uh, spin on it. So mm -hmm. I think, uh, you know, I think there's always there's always opportunity to put your own spin on things and try not to get too blocked by, by what you see around you. And I think like what Heather talked about, if you took away the monetary part mm -hmm. and on social media, you could be freely creative. Mm -hmm. But recently a trend I just saw on YouTube, which was, I was like, why am I watching this? Why Why is this on my feed? Okay. Yeah. And it was a makeup artist 
who okay creative like took like Bob Ross portraits and put yeah. it on his face. Okay, cool. Very different like how you would portray that on a canvas. It's your face, yeah. but then he jumps a few months after and he brings his dog to a dog pet store and whatever the dog touched, he had to buy. And I was like, oh. what just happened to I'm gonna paint a Bob Ross on my face versus my dog's gonna go into a pet store and whatever he boots now, my dog's gonna get it. And I said, this is one end to the other yeah. of just that few months mm. because you're getting paid now, right? Yeah. You might have millions of followers and you're like, man, I need it. And I just said, what on earth just happened? Like, yeah, he's just stretching yeah, to do something. I, I respect the artist, people, like as a makeup yeah. artist, but now yeah. you're doing something that I'm like, okay, your dog's cute, but was it necessary you had to pay $750 yeah. for dog items just so you can gain that monetary? Yeah. And I just said, what happened just to that? Reaching for outlandish <laughs> yeah. ideas to do on YouTube. Yeah. It's true, money. M- it's really when you enter the money factor and it's all this social media influencer or whatnot, uh, you do end up doing things you wouldn't be originally doing, right? Because you'll be, let's say, let's say you are a makeup artist or so on, then you end up doing something else because you need to generate that income or you feel like, wow, this is actually making me money, let's let's play into it. <laughs> Does anyone feel after this conversation they, will, they might sit on, on the other side or? or do you feel like you're firm and still to where you are after all this discussion? <laughs> firm. I think the only thing I see on the other side is the whole time management thing, where mm-hmm. it does take a lot of your time. Um, that's, to me, the number one uh, con in social media mm-hmm. is, is that. And uh, But other than that, I think it's it's a great creative tool. And uh, I love it. I'm obsessed. <laughs> I, 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 would have, I would have kind of wished that when we talk about the creative tools, they actually, like, let's say it's Facebook or Instagram or whatnot, they actually gave us the opportunity to like, do more, I feel like. I mean, Instagram kind of has, like, like okay, you can add, like, little colors and paint brushes and whatnot. I feel they should have actually integrated a whole creative tool in there. Tool. So you can actually say, yeah, I can, social media is helping my creativity because now I can actually start illustrating stuff in there. And then sharing, yeah. Well, really miss that. Yes, so maybe Adobe should wake up and maybe make a bit of a, <laughs> yeah. a, of, a of a collaboration here. But again, I, and I always like to remind people that you know that we're we're falling um, into that artistic side of the creativity. Yeah. But of course, you, the, just the way you are, you know, running your business, communicating, putting your message out into the world can be just as creative, even if you didn't have the fancy little tools. But you're right that there's 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 room for all of this. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's. It's well, even even when we talk about creativity not being an artistic necessarily uh, a tool, uh, just something simple like um, Oprah Winfrey and Deepak Chopra have this 21-day meditation uh, uh, experience. So every day you can get up, you can listen to meditation. This series uh, they're having now is about gratitude. So it's about they give a little blurb about gratitude and how it can enhance your relationships, your day, your level of happiness. So just that in social media, having free access to this, it's very inspiring and very, and even if you can't see the direct uh, link between creativity and this meditation, it's there. Like it's working your neurons and just like really uh, 
benefiting you mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. so many ways. And that's just one little thing that's available on social media. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? There are studies that say that creativity is, in fact, genetic. That it is actually in your DNA. And uh, I quite literally don't know if I believe any of that. Uh, I've done some of the research and I've recognized a lot of these patterns that people who are typically creative actually do have in their patterns of thinking, in how they go about solving problems. But what I've also realized is that once we can deconstruct what it is that they're doing, those methods can be taught to anybody and suddenly they can do it. So to me, I see it kind of like, you know, how some children, you give them a piano and suddenly they're instantly able to play. And some need a little bit more training, but ultimately I've never, I don't think there's such a thing as someone that would say, for some reason I am physically incapable of playing anything on this piano. And so I still fundamentally think that creativity is something that is deep, it's innate, there are methods, there are strategies. I will go to war for creativity. So I kind of still... The last time we spoke about this, I kind of chose a side. I, I, I kind of played the, I play on both sides. But truly, creativity is what I believe in wholeheartedly. And I think that it is foolproof. Nothing can touch it. It is platinum. And it is platinum because it is within you and it is a very human thing. I love when I hear about people saying AI will replace everything. Not creatives. Creatives will always have their place, but you got to be human. You got to feel, you got to breathe. This is why I'm not even worried about originality. Because you can find Leonardo da Vinci and bring him into this room and ask him if he was inspired by something, and he'll say, absolutely. Even if that inspiration was Mother Nature, clearly everything comes from something, and that's what it means to be human. You know, you taste something, that might inspire you. You see a color. So we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be original, but I don't know why we want to be so original. In fact, things that sell the best are things that connect with other humans who see some sign of something familiar in there. So we're actually focused on being so original that I bet if I brought something really original into this room right now, everyone would probably be a little bit, yeah. you know, um, disconnected from it and say, that's a, just a little too weird for me. I'm not sure what I'm looking at. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, so I'm going to stand firm on that in, in terms that I think that uh, I want to empower people to think that social media can't hurt you. It's how you use it. It's how you integrate that tool into your creativity. If you allow it to harm creativity, it will harm your creativity. If you allow it to empower and enhance, it will. You know, you are in control. And I think we spoke about this last exactly time. About that. You get to decide what level of creativity you're going to pursue. Social media isn't a thing. It, it's, it's not this being that gets to stomp all over you, you know. That's my stance. I'm very passionate about this. I feel like excited. Yes, I feel yes. like I should be punching social media in the face, but yet I love it so much that I can't do that either. Yeah, well, well thank you very much. This is, this is wonderful hearing from all of you, and uh, I hope uh, those who are listening at home, you enjoyed this. And, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, you cannot make, maybe you cannot comment on podcasts, but you can definitely comment on our social media posts and let us know if you think that, you know, if, if, social, if social media is killing or, or, or enhancing your creativity. And, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting debate. Uh, and it doesn't yeah. have to end. It doesn't, it doesn't have, have to end, end tonight. Yeah. It could keep, yeah. continue. Like, we'd love to hear of course. more of what people have to say. Of course. So... Thank you very much, and uh, thank you again, Stefano, for my, your... My, my, God, I, I love this so much. I feel, like, I feel like we could do this every week, and I still want to talk about it. So thank you for having me. This podcast was recorded in collaborations with Creator HQ. To gain more value, check out their website, creatorhq.org. 
Creator HQ is a community of content creators located in Montreal and beyond. Join the community. It's free and rewarding.